1: Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
0: Hello and welcome to Two Girls, One Shop. We are the two girls, Charlie and Nina, and the one shop is Sex Shop.
2: Okay, we are recording. It's Season 2, Episode 2. Hello, ladies.
0: Nice, Jane. Right. right?
2: Not bad, not bad. We're recording this on a nice sunny day. Uh I'm I'm stuck down the, 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 the little shed on my own. you uh, looking very, very uh, you look like you've made a right effort today. You all look very glam in your bubble.
0: Oh, that's very yeah. kind of you, thank you. This is just what we look like, Shane.
2: <laughs> Got up like that, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you ever seen us look bad? Apart from every other time you've seen us before this. <laughs> You're looking very fresh, actually. I like your hair
2: do you know what it's um for 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 those that obviously can't see uh, as this is an audio podcast uh it's literally i kind of got the clippers out and it's the last knockings of the uh the peroxide summer summer hair dye so i think the next one's all gone back to and i'm not as gray as i thought i'd be underneath it which is encouraging
3: it. I'm glad you didn't decide on shaving your head, as we discussed. You can't risk it at your age.
2: No, no, for for so many back. reasons. Yeah, I don't know what's going to come back. It's a bit tabby cat at the moment. Um, I like. It.
3: It's but... like it's on purpose.
2: Look. Oh, does it? All right, I'll I'll, I'll roll with that. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, we've we've started off nice, haven't we? Kind of complimenting yeah, each other.
3: Good. No, we look great. You look great. Everything's looking great, and we might be out of lockdown soon.
2: I oh, know that was that was one of the things. I mean, we should say that we're recording this on the twenty seventh of Feb in the in the aftermath of um, the government's decision to give us a a, a, a way out of this, um, which will change so many things. I mean, we're going to talk about dating today, and uh, and it's going to kind of be a complete change for for dating because you can go and meet up with people and kind of, you know, see people, hug people, you know?
0: Yeah. Do you think anyone is going to actually want to go dating anymore? Because (laughs) I'm very happy about not spending 50 quid around in a pub. Mm. I'd rather stay at home now and spend £5 on a bottle of wine and get pissed the same amount. So do you think it's going to, do you think that's going to happen? People going to resent spending well, like a hundred quid on a meal
2: out? I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping that people are going to be excited about coming out and, and, and drinking booze that they've bought over a bar because I, <laughs> I run a nightclub that's <laughs> been shut for a year and I'm desperate to, to get it open. Um, but um, yeah, I think everybody's, not just the, the, the alcohol thing. I think one of the things that people have... I've, I've become quite... um, What's the word? Not isolated, but like... um, I feel like if I'm out of the house for too long, I need to get back, which is a really strange feeling. And it's like... I went out to... I had to drive to Kent yesterday. And I was out of the house for like sort of six hours. And there was no reason for me to go home... But it's starting to feel a bit conditioned that like, well, I'm not allowed out. I was out for work and then it was like, better get back now. And it was (laughs) like, what am I rushing back for? I've literally sat in that house for a year climbing the fucking walls. So it's like, it felt very strange that there was this kind of like draw to, to, to get me back, which I just think comes from that kind of. Not isolation, I'm trying to think of the word, like, to to. to you do have a wife it.
3: and kids at home, like, you're not going home to, like, a fucking half-eaten tin of beans, <laughs>
2: you? No. do you know, know what? I thing. am coming home to a half-eaten <laughs> tin of beans. This has been one of the gripes, like, obviously, if you live with people, if you're in such close proximity as we have been, you start getting a bit aggy with each other, you know, like, why are you blinking so much? You know, just kind of like, <laughs> you know, just annoying little things. But one of the things that drives me fucking spare, which has caused the row in this house, is my kids will get up and if they make themselves, you know, let's, let's go classic dinner, right? Fish fingers, chips and beans, right? Always delivers great meal, right? So they'll go for that. They'll use half a can of beans, then put half a can of beans back in the fridge. All right. Yeah. Next day, get up. Whatever they make. Oh, I know. We'll have some beans with that fresh can. Ignoring the one in the fridge. So I'll open the fridge, and there's three <laughs> half-eaten cans of beans. So I then I don't even like beans on toast, but I'm finding I'm having beans on toast just to deal with the bean situation. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I like, I need lockdown to end. I can't be getting caught up in that kind of monotony and that kind of ridiculousness. But yeah. That's been my biggest gripe, half eaten cans of beans. So uh well let's um let's get the shop open and and I'm quite curious um about today's story. So um yeah, Charlie, Nina, tell me a story.
0: Well, we're gonna to talk to you about Alan.
2: <laughs> Named and shamed <laughs> straight from the off.
0: <laughs> um,
3: we've changed the names of these people, obviously. <laughs>
0: Um, So, Alan, let me describe Alan to you. Um, He's five foot. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's short.
0: That's short for a man, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is short for a man. Um, And he wears what I can imagine is probably a waist-length coat on a normal-sized person, (laughs) but on him it it touches the floor. So... (laughs) So he's got a very long overcoat on. He kind of reminds me a little bit of the penguin.
2: Oh, good <laughs> chat. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's very, that that is very much what he looks like. But with
3: none of the charisma of the penguin.
2: And so in regards to kind of body shape, are we sticking with Danny DeVito or? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Yes, he had more of like a stubby nose. I think that's probably that and the personality, the only only difference really um so (laughs) (laughs) so we had another member of staff and she won't mind me using her name um because I already spoke to her um called Shaz and she just started and in walks Alan and I've had a few conversations with Alan at this point
2: Alan's Uh, a regular right
0: Alan's a regular um one of one of the many regulars that will just come in and spin the exact same story every single time like you've never heard it before. It's the most bizarre thing and you kind of find yourself just carrying on with, instead of going, we spoke before, you just carry on going through it like you've never heard it either. you've got
3: time to kill as well, so you're not going to go, yes, thank you, Alan, I've heard this story a million times, let me stop you there and then walk away. Great, we'll cust- great
2: customer service, you know, well, humouring yeah.
0: him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I know what's coming when he walks in. So I've sent Shaz over. i oh, go and help that man, Shaz. <laughs> Innocently.
2: Shaz has not spoke to Alan before.
0: Shaz has no. not spoke to Alan before. She's new. Um, so she goes over, asks if she can help him, um, and he... He's got a bit of a um, unique voice. So I'm going to try and do an impression of him.
2: Oh, I'm glad you put yourself forward to do that because I was going to ask you.
0: <laughs> Hello. I'm looking for a DVD. So she's...
2: Terrifying.
0: <laughs> um, so she said, let me help you with that. Come over here. I like bum stuff. Do you have any?
2: (laughs) That's what this episode's called.
0: Um, So he informs her that he likes bum stuff. Um, He's very into it, don't you know? Um, And continues to make her feel really uncomfortable and I'm just enjoying every second of it because I know that he's completely harmless. Mm. He's just going through the, it's the whole the thing he's just a character yeah um so um he she picks out a dvd for him called um make love to my ass
2: i mean he loves bum stuff great
0: bum stuff um he's quite happy with her choice he buys it goes home comes back the next day and i'm there Um, He comes up to the till and he informs me that he's not very happy with the content of the DVD.
3: He's outraged, in fact.
0: So I'm like, oh, okay, is it scratch, not working, skipping? And he's like, no, no, I just found it a bit crude.
2: This is the DVD called uh, Make Love to My Arse, yeah?
0: This is the DVD called Make Love to My Arse. Yeah. Um, it's porn. He knew it was porn. He was asking for porn. Um, but it was way too crude. Um, I'm not sure if anyone has any insight on less crude anal porn. I
2: mean, I quite like the fact that it's not called "fuck my ass." The fact that it's called "make love to my ass" makes it sound a little bit more kind of, you know, uh, loving.
3: But you still know someone's getting fucked in the ass.
2: <laughs> That's a given. Was there any yes, pictures on the back not, of the DVD? No
3: surprise! There's like pictures with like little stars over, you know, like <laughs> slightly obscured ones. But you know that someone's getting fucked in the ass. So I mean, he knew what he was getting, really. Why don't all- you?
2: You should do film reviews, Nina.
3: <laughs> and well, I mean, I keep saying this. Someone needs to take me up on this offer. We've uh, we've been through my Netflix synopsis. When you say, "Have you got any recommendations?" Yeah, I tell you all the bits, <laughs> and but you go
2: yes or no. <laughs> the thing is, Nina, if I said I like bum stuff, and you said you should watch "Make Love to My Ass," I think you'd probably be, you know, recommending the right the right product.
3: Oh, I think it's a valid recommendation. I would personally offer a few different, like a selection. But we didn't have a massive selection of bum stuff, really, did we? We didn't have a massive selection of DVDs. No. They're all very, like, very tame.
2: I didn't know that the shop sold DVDs.
3: Yeah, it, it sold it, DVDs. Yeah, okay. it used to. It doesn't yeah. now. Because no one has a DVD
0: <laughs> player now.
2: <laughs> oh, of course, that makes sense, doesn't it? I didn't even think of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But um, going back to when I first started, we used to do these things called strong boxes. And it was a box that had about three or four porn mags in it um, and, like, a DVD, like a demo DVD God. of them. Um, yeah, and we used to open them and have a laugh. One one of the um, magazines, which I found, or was shocked at the time because i just died working there, <laughs> was Rubberist mag- oh, magazine, yeah. porn magazine. Okay. And... The thing that shocked me the most about Rubberies Paul magazine is that there is no nudity in it at all.
2: So that wouldn't necessarily need to be top shelf?
1: Well, mm.
3: it's, it's not even that. It's just that it's something, again, like we've said, is something fairly normal, but is more sinister because it's normal. Like if you open a pull mag and you saw a load of naked people, you'd be like, oh whoa. But when you open a magazine and everyone's closed and you're expecting, I don't know.
0: Well these strong boxes, <laughs> it's kind that of, you, you kind of buy it and it is on the top shelf. So I can imagine some people might be quite disappointed when they open it and see just pictures of people standing there literally head to toe, even their faces covered.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um in rubber, and the most sauciest it gets is when <laughs> they put, like, some sort of reverse hoover in it and blow it, blow it up. <laughs>
3: yeah. Right.
2: <I> mean, <laughs> That's
0: like the saucy stuff.
2: I mean, so many questions. Um, so <laughs> I uh, – why was it called a strong box?
3: Strong content, I suppose, oh, wasn't right. it? I see. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was a bit too sexy because, the like, the shop has never been marketed as a sex shop. Mm. it's like an adult leisure shop mm. because sex shop is too seedy so they kept things very separate the too sexy stuff was like you know we have got this but we don't really want to tell everyone we've got this
2: yeah so oh incidentally as so well did women ever buy them
0: yeah, we actually did a range of um porn that was made by a woman and it's yeah. supposed to be made for made by women for women.
3: Yeah, and a span,
2: I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and a yeah. span, yeah. Because I I'm, I'm always curious because, you know, growing up as a child of the eighties, you know, when uh my uh, my you know, during my early years of my sexual awakenings, it would have been, you know, you'd find you'd find a jazz mag, you know, in the park or something, and it'd be like, Oh my god, I'm taking this home. And, uh, but, you know, you'd often sort of, not so much nowadays, obviously, but you would see like stacks and stacks of like wank mags, like on the top shelf in all your local news agents. And I think once I bought one and uh, and I remember like I got on my bike and I cycled like far away from where I lived just so I didn't <laughs> sort of know anyone in the shop. And just like awkwardly went in there and bought another mag I think I bought like Smash It's as well, just as like a kind of like which I'm sure every <laughs> young lad did. <laughs> but yeah, and they just kind of bought this 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 kind of like chill of razzle or something like that. And uh and then literally just sort of stuffed it up my coat and cycled home at about a hundred miles an hour <laughs> just to kind of devour the pages of this jazz mag. But um I can never envisage, and maybe it's just me not being very woke, maybe at that point, but do you think women ever went in and and, and bought a jazz mag from, like, a news agent?
0: Um, no, I don't think women really look at men in the same way, or, like, even, like, gay women don't really look at women in the same way that men look at women. So it's not really aimed at women.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like but- but I do remember um, we, uh, we, we went to, me and, me and my best mate, um, he's a, a, a one-man band called Cunt and the Gang. And, uh, and we used to go to boot sales on a Sunday just to buy records. And, uh, and we did go there once, and someone was selling the job lot of, of wank mags, so he was like, I'm going to buy them. So I was like, oh, okay. And, uh, and so obviously on the drive home, I was just kind of flicking through the box and seeing what was in there and there was um a big selection of uh male pornography uh called Zipper <laughs> I remember the name it was called Zipper uh, and it was just lots of kind of hairy men uh with large penises um oh. which this was Sorry, part- what
3: was that about? what was it called <laughs> Zipper. Right, I think
2: it's online there um, <laughs> but uh that probably would have been about 25 years ago um He's made good use of that uh, because every birthday <laughs> since then for 25 years, I've had a handmade card with a different gentleman from Zipper magazine on the cover yeah. every year.
3: <laughs> That's genius. And I am just a bit sad that I'm not his friend, so I don't get a naked man on a card I Every know year.
2: I know. But ch- check out Z- I don't know if zipper.com exists. Uh, don't worry, w-
3: Jay, We'll be having a
2: look.
3: He <laughs> <We> said
2: <search> <laughs> scary men with massive dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, well speaking of uh you know things that have changed over over the years, the demise of the you know, the wank mag and, and, and such, and we, we touched upon it um earlier with you know how how dating's gonna change when we come back out of, you know, lockdown and you know if the the dates are correct. In June, everybody can then go back to pubs, clubs, bars and, you know, car parks, whatever, whatever you end up dating <laughs> oh, in. Um, but uh, that's a little shout back to uh, to, to the last <laughs> no, episode I there.
3: The dating scene will change in the village that I'm from, but it won't. It's always been the same. It will always be the same.
2: Why do I picture this country when I'm visualising the village you live in?
3: Because it is this country and literally... My sister is Curtin. (laughs) So that's why you envisage it, because we've got pictures of us at Scarecrow festivals. No way! Yeah, I've got got it all. We all went to, like, a community um, church hall for, like, hobbies club, and this is what it's like. And that's why I found this country so relatable, and it absolutely killed me, because you could have set that in the village that I'm from. Wonderful. Well, well,
2: well. While we're on the the sort of subject of dating, um, I'm just kind of interested to know uh, if you have got any interesting uh, dating stories that uh, I'm, uh, I, you know, I'm intrigued, and I'm sure the listeners would like to get to know. you a little bit outside of the shop as well, and just kind of you know anything that might might be a, an entertaining dating nightmare.
1: Yes. Oh. <laughs>
0: loads <laughs>
3: um, our date in career <laughs> is one
0: long date in nightmare <laughs> although i do think judging by my last date is tipping in the favor of me being the nightmare oh really <laughs> i think
2: most of the time so has there been a period of reflection over lockdown where you've just thought oh <laughs> shit maybe i'm the problem
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I spoke quite heavily about my um, fantasies of um, digging a huge giant pit and putting all the men into it. <laughs> so okay,
2: well, did you have that conversation with the date?
0: With the date, yeah, it just kind of came up.
2: How's that working out, you and him?
0: Uh, well, he's cooking me dinner this afternoon, so.
2: <laughs> wow, I mean that's a keeper right there.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but I can imagine uh, he he might come on as a guest, tell so the dating nightmare story about how, <laughs> how how every single day I'll ever go up with yeah. Mabel Bay. She was a fucking nightmare. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, who's going to go first? Have you both got one?
3: Yeah. Well, Charlie can go first, and then she's got another one from someone else who sent in, and then I can follow on with a very tragic dating story.
2: Brilliant. Sorry, <laughs> not brilliant that you had a tragic date. I'm glad. Yes. Waving
3: for
0: you. <laughs> okay, so I met a guy on a night out. Um, he was very nervous asking me for my phone number because he asked me about three times, and I ignored him every time until my sister actually said to me, "Charlie, are you going to give him?" Your fucking number or not? Because I can't hear him. Ask you another time. <laughs> um, so. Charlie,
2: I'm going to continue to interject because I, I need a visual for these sorts of things, right? So, um, where was you?
0: Do you remember Bellini's?
2: Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. So, to give that a bit of context to uh, to, to listeners, um, it's kind of like uh, a bit of a wanky bar. Um, where you'll probably get kind of guys that were hairdressers that wear flip flops with toe rings, um, and yeah, and, and and people just that went there generally would have a, an expensive car outside, and it's just a bit wanky, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just full of people buying things like champagne, but yeah. still live home with their mums, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, I gave him my number. Um, and we went out on our first date and he picked me up. Um, he was very nervous on this um, date that we, well, we went out for dinner and he was, he was very nervous. And every time I asked him a question, he would just answer it. And that would be it.
2: Oh, what, no. So like just finishing yeah, so on, how, on an awkward yeah. silence.
0: So no, how, yeah. yeah. How many <laughs> brothers and sisters you got? Oh, I've got one sister. <laughs>
2: oh he'd be podcast gold he would <laughs>
0: what do you look like what do
2: you look like I want to be sure
0: um he actually had really you know that really like shitty like <laughs> 90s hairstyle that was like spiked but really short spikes like all over oh no like the little twist one yeah do you remember oh, wasn't someone from like oh what was that band called five
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah Scott that. from five
0: Got from five, yeah.
2: Yeah. That haircut. cut. And just to go back as well. Sorry to kind of slow your story down, but like he asked for your number three times, right? I mean, is 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 that how it works with each other? Third time lucky, like because at what point did you think was it a case of like, oh for fuck's sake, look, just have my number?
0: Yeah, well, my sis, yeah, my sister kind of was like, just say yes or no, right, right in front of him. Like I'm embarrassed for him that he keeps asking.
2: okay so you're in the restaurant and uh and and he's making it not the easiest of chats
0: <laughs> no it's very very difficult very very difficult to try and get a conversation out of him but he was so nervous and he just kept making that like laugh where you sort of blow like air out of your nose you know <laughs> that like you know that I don't know how to do it. doing that. He was just like, look at me and just do that. Like, like he just—I don't know. The He'd laugh just,
2: come out of his nose.
0: Yeah, well, it's just one. It was just a sort of like blow of air, like a sort of shy, like I don't know, I don't know, because I've never been on a date like it. To be honest with you, and I was quite young at the time, so I hadn't actually been on that many dates, but. I, it was just completely, it was just so difficult. Um, and a guy actually ended up walking over and asking me if I had a lighter. Right. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And he was like, oh my God, if I just walked in the tiff. And I'm like, no, we're actually just on a first date. So he felt the awkwardness. Oh, no. Some random guy asking me for a lighter felt the awkwardness because he thought he'd walked into a middle of a row. Oh my <laughs> God. But yeah, sparks are flying.
2: <laughs> um, so, did, did you not think at this point, when that guy asked for a lighter, did you not think maybe I'll ask him if he's got a cigarette I could borrow, maybe go outside for a cigarette and run away? <laughs>
0: Um, well, I did actually have that idea to go out for a cigarette with him. Um, and the guy I was on a date with, as far as I was aware, he said that he didn't smoke, but he ended up coming out oh. as well. So oh, no. that, that little plan was that. And he actually asked me if he could have a cigarette. But he said, um, can you lash us a snout? <laughs> so I'm like, what? <laughs> I've never heard that expression
2: before. <laughs> Um, and she did a little air laugh out of her nose. <laughs> <laughs> lashes a snout. Oh, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> if you're coming from a guy as well that just didn't speak to me the whole time. and suddenly come outside and it's all like, yeah, lashes a snout. Love. Do you know? What I mean? It's just so weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah, on the second date.
2: <laughs> Fuck off. Really? <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, at the time, I thought, oh, maybe he was just nervous. <laughs> I had nothing else to do. So um, I, I went out with him for lunch in the high street and um, I went. I wanted to go into the shop to pick my pay slipper up. Um, and as we were walking down the high street, I sort of saw like a picture of like a purse outside Topshop or something like that. Um, and I was like, oh, that's nice. And he was like, oh, I'll buy it for you. And I was like, no, that's weird. We've been on like what, like two dates and he was like yeah come on come on I'll buy it for you I'll buy it for you and I'm like no (laughs) do you think that's weird um
2: I think I would have just assessed the situation and thought you know what this is a fucking nightmare uh (laughs) if I can get a purse out of it sweet
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know but we've, we've spoken about getting gifts from um dates in previous podcasts like the guy that bought me like an expensive diamond necklace and earrings. <laughs> and then you have to fake your own death. So, I mean, if you take a purse <laughs> off someone, you're getting yourself in all sorts of trouble, aren't you?
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, you probably haven't got to fake your own death over a Topshop purse. You
3: but...
0: didn't have a choice, Stu. It was necessity.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the same guy ended up popping up in my life a little bit later on. And, um, And uh, he saw pictures of uh, me and Nina together and he was like, oh, my God, I know her. She died. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah, this is a true story. Nina actually did fake her own death.
2: (laughs) And then you bumped into that guy?
0: Yeah, well, he started working with a guy that I was seeing at the time. So I was just having a little chat with him and he's seen like, a picture on Facebook or something like that. And he's like... Such a tragedy. Yeah. What what
3: a loss.
2: (laughs) So then... Nina's fucking insane lie then become your problem. Did you go along with the lie?
3: Every lie is Charlie's problem. Okay. <laughs> Every choice I make is Charlie's problem.
2: Oh, that's incredible. Right. So in regards to uh no sniffing man, um <laughs> did you did you kiss him?
0: Um that was the third day.
2: <laughs> Fucking hell!
0: <laughs> but another weird thing happened on the second day when i went to get my pay slip i said can you please wait outside the shop because obviously the people that are in i don't want the questions because yeah. i didn't really yeah. see it going anywhere obviously apart from to a third date obviously um <laughs> and i went to get my pay slip from the office came back out and he's shaking hands with all of them i'm <laughs> like you
3: know
0: introducing himself I'm like fucking what's going on here and they're all like you didn't tell me about this guy and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> that was all good so um yeah on the third date
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean props to you charlie i mean fair play you're giving this guy a fair crack at it yeah
0: yeah, yeah and i know well the third date gets quite humiliating for him um <laughs> You wait until the
2: seventh
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the third day, we watched a film.
2: A, at the cinema? House, oh, right, okay.
0: At my house. Um, and then he starts trying to put the moves on me.
2: Hmm. I mean, third I, day, he's going to go in for a kiss. I kind of get yeah. that.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, all right. Crack on. I don't really know what I'm thinking. Sometimes you just feel a little bit like, sorry for someone. Um, so he then made the tragic mistake of trying to have sex with me. Um, but he (laughs) Um, he couldn't, he couldn't get hard on.
2: Oh, fuck. And he's
0: trying to put this, he's trying to put this condom on a flaccid penis. (laughs) And I'm just like, it's fine. We don't have to. And he's like, no, I want to. And he's kind of like getting really quite angry with his penis. (laughs) He's just like, oh god, I don't know why this is happening. It's just been so long for me. I'm so nervous. I'm so sorry. Blowing. I mean, the air he's out really nose, new laughing. in. Laughing. Like, yeah, really <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. nervous. <laughs> <heart>. yeah. <laughs> the pressure gradually making everything it's a million times worse because now you've got an, a man screaming angrily at his dick. Yeah, he, I thought he was going to hit it. <laughs> oh
0: no! And I just thought, what's the point, mate? Because I mean, it's already dead.
2: Oh my <laughs> life. <laughs>
0: and I'm just like we don't have to we don't because at that point it's just going to get worse isn't it yeah because then the pressure of that then starts making everything worse so it's not like you're going to recover from that kind of situation (laughs)
3: even if you get hard on what makes you think that a woman who's watched you scream angrily at your penis for (laughs) 10 minutes is going to want to have sex with you
2: I can just picture him leaving (laughs) really upset with a Topshop purse in his hand as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my life! That's uh, uh, I've never experienced anything like that. Like the, the thought of like a third, like three, three dates. Like if the first one was like that, I, I, I'd be like, All right, look, the, this were not the one. If you're sitting in a restaurant and the convert, comb- but then again, I suppose if that person he's used to just being that quiet. Then I suppose that's what they're used to. And they've got to try and get through it. And they must've just thought you was like a fucking angel from above that literally granted him a second date. Like let alone was prepared to have a kiss and cuddle with him. Fucking hell. Like, but I just think if I'd sat in a restaurant and there was just that conversation, I'd be like, nah, Nina, where, where, where would you have gone with that situation? Don't, well, don't kill yourself.
3: <laughs> don't kill myself again. Um, I had a sort of similar situation. I went on a date with a guy who was from the game Dream Phone. Uh, I don't know if you know Dream Phone, Stu. Probably wasn't your bag, but it was this giant pink phone and a board game. And you would have to guess who was interested in you. So okay. you pick out a card and it goes and it tells you the phone number to call. So you call it on this huge pink phone, and then it goes, oh, the guy you're looking for isn't me, but Chad's in the library. And then you'd move your little stopper thing to the library and then call another guy until you found the guy that you were going to end up with. And uh, so it had all these pictures of guys. Sorry, this is
2: a board game. (laughs) This is a
3: board game. That's Um, connected
2: to, like, a kind of phone network.
3: No, 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 no. No, this was 2001, right. so no mobile phones to speak of. <laughs> um, it was just a giant pink phone that had pre-recorded messages on. And so, say your card, your playing card had a picture of your face, and then I don't know, three three four four is your phone number. So you dial three three four four, and if it was, if you were the guy that had been randomly selected by the the game to be my date, it would be like, yeah, Stu's into you. See you on Saturday or whatever.
2: And then okay. that would facilitate an actual date?
0: No, no, Stu.
3: <laughs> I
2: can't no. understand this.
0: It's a game for kids. It's like, a kids game. Right. No, let's just say, for example, Cluedo, right, where it's a random, like, person that Use you. have both
2: just hit that point where you've just thought, we need to explain this to Stuart like he's a four-year-old, don't we? <laughs>
3: Dream phone to anyone. They're like, oh yeah, dream phone. Right. So this, I didn't expect you to not have heard of. Sorry, it's
2: it's like a child's game then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I thought it was like an adult game that you buy from, (laughs) you know, a sex store and kind of it would.
3: If I just had a load of numbers of eligible men, she that I just had to turn up at the library or the fucking ice cream shop. Do you not think? But I I wouldn't be sitting here telling you about terrible dates, would have just called the number on the fucking card.
2: Brilliant. I love the fact that your go-to date scenario is a fucking library. (laughs) It was from the game. Right, okay.
3: But you said you'd met
2: someone from this game. That's what confused me. I'll
3: get to that. So (laughs) the premise of the game is Cluedo, but you pretend date someone instead of pretend get killed by someone right okay
0: so it's different every time unless you're really unlucky on dates and it will always be you know chad from the library right. yeah, who, it, who it is that fancies you but you've got to kind of go through this whole like algorithm thing yeah. to get to that point and that's by calling all the other men yeah. gotcha yeah and they'll tell you that it's not them but <laughs> the guy that likes you, wears pink boots or
2: something. Brilliant. I'll I'll get it now. Okay.
0: You you don't, but
3: it's fine. (laughs) It's okay. Um, I'll send you a picture (laughs) afterwards. So um, this guy, his selling point was that he was one of the guys from Dream Phone, so he was like a model from this 90s board game. Um, so instantly I'm like, of course I will go out on a date with a man from Dreamphone, obviously.
2: 20 um, years later, he's still selling that.
3: Yeah, I know. It was a bit of a fucking stretch because he was like 45, right?
2: That's so old.
3: Yeah. Well, when you're 16, it's old, right? I'm
2: uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm joking, <laughs> I wasn't 16, 17 <clears throat> um, Yeah, so I, I'm I'm really like stoked about going on this date With the one of the guys from Dream Phone um, But we went to like this little restaurant And he was one of the most awful characters um, He was so rude and loud and like, you know, picking on everything And he was just a real fucking arsehole um, to the point where he went to the toilet and this bartender came over and he said, do you want to leave? Because I can just distract him or whatever. He's in the toilet, but you've got to make your decision now. Um, if you want to go, you've got to go right now. So, and so was I was that did...
2: level of arsehole that it resonated throughout the building?
3: Everyone could see me on this date with this absolute fucking prick. Um, and so... Um, yeah, this guy was like, get your stuff and go. And I did. I picked up my coat, I picked up my bag, and I left. Wow. Yeah, I didn't go on any more dates with him because he was absolutely intolerable.
2: God, honestly. You, dream you know, Phone. Spoilt that for you, innit?
3: Yeah, I know. Well, I'll never play Dream Phone again.
2: Fucking hell. Now. I, the first thing I'm going to do when we finish doing this is go and Google what Dream Phone looked like. <laughs>
3: Yeah, look at the look at the YouTube clip of it.
2: Oh, right. So the advert's on there.
3: Yeah, there's an advert for it.
2: Wonderful. And then
3: once you see it, you'll be like, "Oh, I see."
2: (laughs) Um. Well, before we get on to, uh, have we got another dating story today?
3: Yeah, we've got a couple. Okay.
2: Couple.
3: Um. Or we can save them if you've got some other questions that people have asked us. Um.
2: Yeah, so I've got, um, just quickly, I want to do um, a, a Dear Deirdre and, and just get your, your thoughts. Yeah. This is uh, an old school one. Um, dear ladies, my boyfriend and I uh, are keen to settle down and start a family. Everyone says it's too soon, but what do they know? I'm 19 and work in a bar. He's 21 and he's got a good job in a service centre. I met him at a party on Christmas Eve. I'm head over heels in love with him and he feels Ooh. the same about me. So far, so good. I've been with him now for two weeks and I've known him for more than a month. I'm moving into his flat with him next week. We texted the other day about having a baby and know our own minds. It's what we both want. I just need an opinion from someone who doesn't know me. Do you think I'm moving too fast? I'm
3: shook. Yes. 100 million percent. Children are the worst. (laughs)
1: Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
3: You won't be happy together. Yeah. You'll move in, you'll have a kid, and it'll be a nightmare.
2: If you was on your third uh, date with uh, (laughs) uh, the the humorous nose, and and he went, well, this is going quite well. Like, this is pre- Losing his temper is his uh, his flaccid cock, um, if he he <laughs> kind of might have texted you like, you know, I really enjoyed the last day, you know, um, you know, you know, do you fancy moving in? Maybe we should have kids. Where'd you go with that kind of thing?
3: Well, that's what happened. You're all happily together.
2: <laughs> so yeah, we should say <laughs> that. Let's uh, <they're> still together. <laughs> <on> dating him. <laughs> have you ever had like kind of like freakishly like fast kind of things like that?
3: Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love you after like a twenty minute
0: date <laughs> yeah yeah I've had I've had somebody that was in love with me after five days. Is that possible? No,
2: you don't think so, so you no. oh, do you believe in love at first sight?
0: No, I do.
2: you do, okay, yeah,
3: but I am like, well quite hopeless, romantic. Yeah. I I like the... Well, I I believe in it. It just hasn't happened to me. (laughs) So, I don't know. I don't know. I think there is... I don't know if it's love at first sight, but I think there's definitely, like, some weird connection that people get. But I think a lot of the time people think that weird connection is like a sex thing. That's where it all goes wrong. Because you see someone think, I want to have sex with you. But... They mistake that as like a, a love connection,
2: and so the lust can then be misconstrued, and then after that, it's like now. But I'm yeah, in love once with they you. come,
3: it's not the same. It's not the same love as they felt before.
2: <laughs> There's a weird clarity that happens then. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: That's when you realise you've made a terrible mistake. <laughs>
2: Um. Okay, so, uh, I mean, obviously on, on the last episode, I kind of mentioned like my only kind of weird thing that seemed very, very intense quite quickly. Uh, you know, mine wasn't, you know, moving in or, or, or babies. Mine was just uh, photographs of myself all over, <laughs> over the walls. Yeah. But... And to
0: be fair to me, you did continue to date her after you saw the photos. So yeah. we all do it. Yeah. yeah. We all do it.
2: Okay. OK, well, before uh, I might just pull up one more Dear Deirdre, uh, before we, uh before we finish the podcast. But should we get another, where are we at? We're at 45 minutes now. So let's get another dating nightmare in and then we'll finish on another problem page. And that should take us to about the hour mark. Yeah, OK. Right, we've got one. Hold
3: your horses.
0: That's... Right. This story is hilarious (laughs) it's a girl that said it's me we don't get many men and when i've been researching like nightmare dates it is mainly from women right so anyone that's listening that's a man i would love to hear yeah i wonder if it's because
3: they don't have the
0: same fucking
3: weirdness that men seem to radiate i don't know whether it's our choices in men Or whether well, it can't be because it's all over the internet. Women are going, "Oh my god, this guy!" So I don't know whether men just go, "Oh, she was a psycho," but but with no backup.
2: I don't know. Do 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 you think so?
3: Have you never have you ever been out on a date where you thought, "I can't fucking wait for this to end," and I'm going to leave um, as soon as she goes to the toilet.
2: Uh Yes, and I... Shall I tell you? Because it's quite a funny story.
3: Well, yes, do tell us because we don't have any men really that have these stories.
2: So this would have been, uh, I reckon, 1992 and uh, I'd just been dumped by the the girl that I thought was like my first love and uh, and we dated for about oh. uh, four days and, uh, <laughs> and a, uh, for about nine months and, <laughs> and it was like, yeah, my first, like, thing where i just thought oh yeah i'm in love Uh, and uh what happened uh was was yeah she 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 longed me off and and then i went right i'm gonna go to my club uh and i'm gonna get drunk and uh and yeah and drown my sorrows and i then instantly fell in love with this absolute stunner that presented herself to me uh, in the club and come up and said, hello. And I was just like, Oh, you're great. You're incredible. Um, let's go out on a date. Uh, and she uh, agreed. And she said, Oh, like, have you got any single friends? Can we, like, cause I've got a single friend. Can we like double date? And I went, definitely. I'll get my mate Jeremy to come along. And, uh, he was studying at Southend College at the time, so uh, and, and they lived around that way, and obviously I don't. So I said, "Oola, uh, can we meet at Safen College, and I'll pick my mate up, and then we'll go out from there." And so I drove to South End College and picked him <laughs> up, and then as we waited where we was, you know, outside the college in my in my car uh, for these uh, these two girls to arrive the angel presented to me from the heavens that Saturday evening wasn't quite how I remembered it. (laughs) And, and it sounds quite superficial and a bit (laughs) lame, but instantly I was like, Oh no. And, and then I I just kind of got out of the car and was like, Oh, hi. Um, and her friend, my mate was like, are you kidding me? Uh, (laughs) And I was like, I'm really sorry. Don't worry. I'll sort this out. And it's probably one of the worst things I've ever done as a human being. And, uh, and I went, before we go anywhere, um, I said, he's just got to go and see his tutor quickly. Like, so I'm just going to go with him. And then, you know, kind of tap on the door and say, look, we got to go just to hurry up his meeting with his tutor. So they were like, all right, I said, look, the canteen's there, go and grab like a drink or something and then we'll come back in and, and get you when we're done. So they've walked off there. We've just doubled back around the college, sneaked into my car, at which point I think they were just thinking, where are they? Let's walk back out to the car. Just as we started the car and drove off, they were standing in front of us. <laughs> And know when you kind of do that thing where you just kind of go as if, like, you just look completely <laughs> ahead, like you can't yeah. see anything on your peripheral vision, and we just kind of drove <laughs> off, literally just thinking, that's the most horrific thing I've ever done in my life. And thankfully, like, mobile phones didn't exist then, and because uh, otherwise <laughs> I'm sure I would have got a tirade of abuse. But it was just, yeah, it, that that was probably... I'm sure that she, you know, if ever got asked to talk about a a horror story of a date, she'd be this (laughs) this dick I met at a club that literally run away from me. Uh, uh, But, yeah, sorry. Anyway, your date. Charlie
3: once drove me to a date and he wasn't at all what his pictures, I mean... He was an entirely different race. So it's not like he he didn't, it's not like he was shorter than his pictures. And and we were like, drive, drive, drive. And he saw us in the car and he texted me saying, Did you just drive past me? That was that. So, I mean, we've all done it, Steve. Yeah. But in my defense, he was a different human being to the person. That he was pretending to be online.
2: Oh, dear. That's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's not like he'd signed up because, you know, he liked bum stuff and got make love to my ass. It's like, (laughs) it's a completely different product, isn't it?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even just a bitch version of the guy that he was portraying himself to be, because we all put decent pictures up and then are bitch versions of ourselves. But he was, he was an entirely different race. So it was just like, no. Thank you. Thanks, but I mean, I know where this is going. If you start with a lie as
0: big as that, it's only going to get worse.
2: Have you ever lied on a date?
0: Isn't that what dating's all about? Don't you just say? Yeah,
2: yeah just you. You, you know, you create like that. that you
0: are really yeah. are. When you... you pretend that you're a hundred <laughs> times more tolerable than
3: you are in real life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just stuff like, Oh, you're so funny and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a complete lie. What? Yeah.
2: Say so that that's a lie. <laughs> yeah. Mm, well so-
0: well,
3: I mean I mean I don't know, I've never been out with a funny man, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I did call the guy that I went on a date with. I did say that he was very interesting. That was a complete lie. <laughs> oh, we've all said
3: you're interesting.
2: Oh, that's – do you know, if someone said I was interesting, I'd just be thinking, well, we won't be seeing each other again, will we? (laughs) That's the worst good compliment you can get. Do you know what? You're really interesting. That just means, fuck me, you've bored the shit out of me, you haven't made me laugh (laughs) once, and you're not really how I thought you'd look.
3: But I think as well, if you're like – I don't know whether women go on dates and just be themselves because there's quite a (laughs) few men that just go on dates and be – someone completely fucking different um but people that date me really enjoy me as a as a person and then when they have to actually commit to me hate everything about the person that was presented to them so So, i maybe i
2: so are you saying you you don't sell them uh you know a, a, a kind of inflated kind of you know persona of Nina are you saying you go in pretty sincere and it's like what well, well, do you is-
3: think that the I can make this better by <laughs> inflating
2: it digging myself a uh, fucking uh, hole yeah. here <laughs> no,
3: sorry no but uh, you know anything, because I play myself down because um, everybody
2: sells the dream don't they they sell the, you know when you're on a date you send the per the most perfect possible example of yourself
0: yeah. yeah of course you hide all of the like how impatient you are and um, Childhood trauma
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course you know, What I mean, a fucking great date that would be I mean, I don't
3: sell them that <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that I go in and I'm just like, this is, this is who I am And people generally like it, but it can obviously grate some people It's got a shelf life, definitely
0: Yeah, I agree I completely agree yeah. Like, I have quite a lot of people that will say to me on the first date Like, they love how, like, honest that I am but yeah. then five months later, when I'm going, can you please take this steak back because it is not a fresh steak like it says on your menu? And they're like, Fucking hell, I can't believe you're rude. How rude you are to say that. It's so embarrassing. And I'm like, yeah. well, No, because yeah, it. you
2: know I've what you signed something. up for.
0: Yeah. Get, yeah, exactly. And then they start trying to like pad you down, like, oh God, can you just please stop being so honest? Yeah. And you're just like, No. No, you loved it in the beginning.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> loved you it don't. when I insulted you over and over again. Because yeah. it's all funny, isn't it? When when you're dating someone who is like a little bit funny, it's only funny until you don't want to hear jokes from someone you fucking hate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the problem I have. <laughs> Cause everyone thinks you're fucking hilarious, don't they? Until they hate everything that you do. <laughs> It's not
2: funny anymore it's not even a slight twist. it's the complete opposite end of the spectrum
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh
2: brilliant yeah, yeah i don't but that's just that's just relationships, isn't it? Obviously, you do sell each other the dream that you know you're this you know this quirky, funny person, and then, yeah, obviously post uh kind of honeymoon period, you know you can't help but drop your guard a little bit, and then I guess. People start to then find out a little bit more that's maybe not quite a surface level. And I think that's when I guess the kind of the things that you initially found endearing can then become a gripe. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. how many times over the last, you know, year of people in every household literally have been like how many times do you want to fucking blink? You know, literally that that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Like, I do, yeah, you know. well, the
3: divorce rates through the roof. Know, Is it? Isn't it? Can't. Yeah. I can't wait until we get out of this because all the divorced men will just be flocking to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> so, like a festival. I know. We're going to be smothered in D. And, and, and that's D- the festival. That's what you got to call um, it. Yeah, and D, that will have, like, really low standards for women because they've seen a woman walk around in the same pyjamas <laughs> for six months and had, hadn't had their roots done, no tan. Right. So they'll just take you as you are.
2: Speaking of, like, kind of lockdown attire and, uh, and you know, kind of, you know, how do you deal with the kind of thing when <laughs> over time, like, especially in like lockdown, you kind of... Slob mentality will ease its way in. I mean, I'm not going to lie; I've never really been a fan of a tracksuit, but I've been fucking wearing some tracksuits. I will tell you.
3: Yeah, well, the the levels I have stooped to <laughs> over
0: this fucking lockdown is a disgrace. Yeah, yeah. I've I've actually got a fancy tracksuit now that I wear <laughs> when I yeah. leave the house. Because I still can't bear to put on normal clothes.
2: It's so weird, isn't it? Like, I went on uh, online, I think I went on, like, Amazon or something. I thought, right, I'll get myself, like, a fucking tracksuit. And, like, literally, they'd all sold out. And I was just like, wow, yeah. people are <laughs> snapping up the trackies. But then I heard something on another podcast the other day that I just thought, yes. And why don't so many manufacturers of tracksuit bombs not put little zips on the pockets because i have an issue when i get in and out of my car i then just spend the rest of the time picking up the contents of my pockets from under the seat
0: You're well, lucky. Get yeah pockets. i was gonna say even sadder than that is most women's tracksuit bombs are made without pockets what are you supposed to do
3: fucking carry around like a a satchel or a satchel. satchel well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like...
0: I stick my I stick my phone sometimes in my cleavage. Yeah, to to walk around with because <laughs> Where else I've you got nowhere else to put it. Yeah. So you with your zip. Yeah. So you're lucky that you've you even don't got a pocket at
2: all. No. Sorry, so You know what? I'm coming out of lockdown in. Yeah, in, in a situation where tracksuits are the only thing that fits. And if I didn't, have, I could probably wedge a phone between my cleavage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, actually, I, after the, the first lockdown, I threw away all the clothes that I hated because I thought I just want to shed this, this like year. And obviously then I kept eating. So then the stuff that I had remaining didn't fit me. So Charlie has <laughs> actually this week shopped for me. Because I keep ordering like 200 quid's worth of clothes and sending it all back because I don't even know what to wear anymore. So Charlie actually shopped for me and bought me a load of stuff to try on and see if I liked it because I can't do it anymore.
2: I find it like I'm actually wearing jeans now, but I, uh, the first time that I had to go and have like a, a, a kind of meeting with someone, and I had to put jeans on. I was like, oh, wow, this is not good. <laughs> like, what is this? And like, you know, just bending over and things like that. It just felt so constricting. <laughs> I was like, not that, you know, I've put on like fuck loads of weight or anything. I have obviously have, but like, but just, it wasn't even that. It was just the fact that it wasn't a tracksuit. And obviously for the first yeah. six months, I wore nothing but shorts and sliders. And literally today I just thought, is it too early to pop the shorts back out again? We've got a little bit of sunshine. Yeah. Can I go back to shorts and sliders again? I think I can.
3: We've seen a pretty few short wearers, haven't we, yeah.
2: around? It's an ambitious strike, but I think, you know, go for it. You know, yeah. a little bit of sun. I like the, the 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 first one of the year when I see my first uh, shirt off with Staffordshire Bull Terrier combo. That's my first. That's <laughs> yeah. a highlight. That's when I know summer's coming to Essex. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I went to the beach yesterday. And I can only assume that chavs don't get cold because it was still a bit windy down there, but they were in full force like tracksuit bottoms and crop tops and the guys had their tops off. And you just think it's not hot yet. The sun's
0: out, but... They're always in three-quarter lengths as well.
2: Yeah, What's yeah. that all about? I, I think three there's... quarter there's, length
0: jogging bottoms. There's oh. definitely
2: something in place. Like, there's definitely some kind of legal you know, commitment <laughs> by Sports Direct. They're not allowed to sell anything full length. It's got to be a crop top or three-quarter length tracksuit.
3: Okay. But that's doing nothing for anyone. I don't know who's putting them on and going, you fucking sexy bastard.
2: Well, it must do. And I wonder that. And it sounds like I'm being elitist and snobby, and I'm not, you know. I, I live in graves. Like,
3: but
2: <laughs> but I, I just think, like,
1: has... Planning for your next trip?
2: Did anyone ever put a pair of three-quarter length tracksuit bottoms on and people have just thought, fucking check him out? Like they
3: must do because they are breeding like fucking rabbits. So <laughs> they must find it. It's gotta be appealing to someone.
2: Mm. Mm. Not me. Okay, um, so brilliant. to fit to finish this up, this episode, whilst we're talking tracksuits and, and coming out of, of lockdown and dating. First date attire. What's your go to?
0: Where are we going?
3: Shame. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's a good point. That's a Is good
3: it point. a dimly lit park? No.
2: Or, or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's three quarter length of tracksuit I'm hundred percent. Um <laughs> and a
0: top and a yeah. top you can easily take off. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, okay. In which case, then let's say, um, let's say cinema. Oh. Probably just I don't
0: know. What is the cinema again? It's been so long. Been Are you allowed to sit next to each other now? Yeah.
2: Okay, okay. Let's switch it up then. Let's switch it up. You go yeah, and- sorry, Jay. Just- I out- just
0: don't know. I mean, women can kind of get away with wearing pretty much anything, to be fair, like a jeans and a nice top kind of goes with yeah. any, any area you want to go on a date except for uh, a dimly lit park. Right, yeah.
2: you go into a bar, but- right? you go into to a bar, and I don't want the generalisation of what Mostly, we wear. What is your in your mind when you think right? Well, I'm going to I'm going to a bar. What, what am I going to wear? You? Have you got a go to?
3: I I would always go black jeans because they go with anything. Well, literally, pretty much everything I own apart from this white T-shirt is black. Mm-hmm. So I would go black jeans and like some sort of like plunging. Oh sorry, bash you smack you out of the way. Um like really deep V top.
2: So you got somewhere something... to put your phone?
3: Well, no, you couldn't put your phone in what I go out wearing. I mean, you've seen me, Stew. There's barely enough material to fucking hide my, my nipples. So uh, yeah, so I'd go with something like that and then loads of gold jewellery to really like pat butcher it up.
2: That's a great description. I thought you could say, "Bling it up, pat butcher it up." <laughs> no, pat
3: butcher is my style icon. Well,
2: so. <laughs> I uh, we we done a a, a fancy dress uh, type uh, zoom quiz a little while ago, and my hair was peroxide still, and and I kind of went for like leather jacket, like I tried to go for like George Michael Faith, right? Obviously, oh. it's an ambitious choice, but I hadn't. Had an earring in for a long, long time, uh, <laughs> but I borrowed one of my daughter's big hoop earrings and actually sort of uh, got it in. Oh, that's uh, commitment, uh, isn't
3: it? And,
2: yeah, and I thought, but the thing was, as much as I thought George Michael, it was just Pat Butcher, <laughs> 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 just the blonde short hair and the big <laughs> earring. I just thought, mate, I ain't getting What's away the, with careless whisper many tonight. Can
0: carry off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Charlie?
0: Um, I do always have a role of wearing like a little low-cut top but with a, some sort of jumper over the top, walking okay. with the jumper and if you fancy the person, take the jumper off. Oh, plan, a plan. Be a plan. Yeah, yeah, because if you don't fancy them, you don't really want them looking at you. Right. Well, I don't like that at all. But if I fancy someone, I want them looking at me. So it's just like a... Yeah, like a ta-da. If I take my jumper off, you know that you're in with a chance.
2: See, there's been a big evolution in male grooming, you know, in the time that, you know, I've, I've not been single. And so, I mean, men are very well groomed now, aren't they? Do you think they have kind of, you know, plans like that? Do you think there's an outfit that may be slightly more revealing should they need it to be? Do you think, like... Reveal for men revealing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, you like see a,
3: a hole in the crotch area. <laughs> yeah, I do think. Um, <laughs> no, guys... I mean,
2: a shirt undone a long way. Yeah, uh, uh, oh, uh... yeah. see the things
0: is... with um guys with tattoos. Yeah, generally will wear as little as possible to show off as exactly. much of their tattoos yeah. as they can get away with. Mm. I, I have noticed that. Yeah.
2: See, I've got, I've got chest tattoos, and. See, as much as I'd like to have, like, there's a certain kind of guy, and I was talking about this the other day, there's a certain kind of guy that can wear, that can just get out of bed and and, and, make, like, and wear put, put a white shirt on and just look fucking incredible, right? I'm talking Bradley Cooper as an example, right? You know that he can just put on a white shirt and he's just going to look fucking great, Right. I would look like fucking Bradley Wiggins, right? If he'd let himself go. Like I, I just—I've never been that guy that could just get up and just look all right. I just look like a sack of shit. And the you, thing you is, to be we've...
3: fair, you're not Bradley Cooper, Stu. As like as attractive as you are, there's not there. There's only one Bradley Cooper, so you can't be hard on yourself for not looking like Bradley Cooper. In all right,
2: shirt. I can get past that. But the thing with a shirt, right? If I was to go like, so I've got shirts that certainly wouldn't be fitting right now, but uh, but I've got shirts that I sometimes like to wear. If I'm wearing maybe a, a jacket with it, might be I could go maybe three buttons undone. It's ambitious, you know. But I think I can go for that. But the other issue I have is some of them are quite snug, and I just think, where am I going? Because if I was going to go somewhere where we wouldn't be sitting down, I could get away with that. But if I sit down, there's some of them shirts they're not made for sitting down in. It's just like, (laughs) oh, shit, that ain't a good look. And occasionally you catch yourself from the side in like the reflection in the window. You think, that can't be me. That's got to be, is that fucking window wrong? Is that 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 window need to clean? (laughs) is
0: that fat
1: fucker
2: there who is that oh my god is that staring at me yeah. so close? What? <laughs> oh dear all right well look ladies it's been a blast as always we've gone over the hour mark which is great oh. um loving the fact these podcasts and uh you know not a, a a 10 minute quick sort of snapshot into working in this drop i'm glad that it's kind of grown and, uh, and and evolved into these kind of long-form natters because it's an absolute blast. Um, and we'll be back next week. Um, yeah. Next week, we're going to find out, um, from what I gather here, from the notes I have for episode three, um, that episode's going to be called Lube Eating. <laughs> oh,
3: Oh, oh
2: yeah. gosh.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, and it's where not... we
3: force Stew over the course of an hour <laughs> to eat as
2: many lube as he can. <laughs> I mean, that's probably not too far from the story. Uh, you know, it, this certainly isn't. Uh, just to give you a kind of a taster, no pun intended there. Um, this this certainly <laughs> is not just you know uh, uh, accidentally getting a little bit of lube uh, you know on your mouth or or, or whatever. This is far more. Uh, just fucking disgusting. So, mm-hmm. uh, that I'm sure will uh, lure you back next week. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> definitely subscribe to the podcast. And if you see us on the socials, give us a, a like, love, a share, retweet. If you've got dating stories um, or Tinder nightmares or anything else, then uh, the girls are on uh, Instagram.
3: Yeah. That's so, two girls, so- one shop.
2: Send send them your stories and uh, your problems and your ideas and uh, and we'll have a natter about them on these episodes. Yeah. All right. See you later. See you later. (laughs)